0: Hey, guys, it's Joy and Claire. This episode is brought to you by Kalo, Q-A-L-O.com. Q-A-L-O.com, the makers of the silicone wedding rings. Claire and I have our white ones on right now.
1: They're so adorbs.
0: They are amazing. We love these rings and you can get a discount at Kalo.com. 15% off your order. Enter the promo code GGW.
1: And the promo code has changed. Make sure that you take note that the new code is GGW for 15% off.
0: Support the podcast. Support Kalo. Support our sponsors. They're an amazing company. Julie Fouché, Jason Kalipa, all the rad crossfitters enjoying are wearing claire. these enjoying claire and i have been really
1: loving mine with the summer heat my hands have been and my hands have were swelling before i got pregnant but yeah. now they really swell the same here and they're so nice yeah and they're like just a little bit stretchy
0: yeah and i've been wearing mine constantly because of the same thing because we have crazy weather here so my fingers are swelling this is a lifesaver for yes, me they're wonderful yeah they're awesome support the podcast support kayla
2: thank you guys
0: You're listening to Girls Gone Wad. This is Joy. And this is Claire. This is episode 102.
1: And we hope you guys are enjoying our new theme song music. Sorry mm-hmm. we kind of dropped that bomb on you last episode and didn't announce. Nobody cares. <laughs> I, a couple people were like... Two people cared. That's fair. I actually... Nobody cares. <laughs> I never listened to it ever yeah. because I we add it after we do the yeah. recording. So I unless I listen to the episode, which is rare, I very rarely hear the music. Yeah. So Joy was like, oh, I think we need new...
0: It just was a GarageBand thing. We're transferring yeah. into a new system, but yeah. But
1: she was, we like went through this whole thing. Finally, I was like, I actually don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so you just doesn't really matter. Something. But anyway, it's still the same podcast.
0: And then when I listened to the theme song, I was like, I think I know, there's another podcast that no one would ever listen to that I think I only listen to uh-huh. that plays it occasionally like as a, like oh, a right, transition right. music. I was like, oh, I think that, that's why I like that song. <laughs> <laughs> I, I recognize it.
1: Have you been listening to the one about Mysteries?
0: Um, yes, The Mystery Show. The Mystery
1: Show about mm-hmm. Britney Spears. Oh, yeah. That was a great episode. That was a great episode. Her voice, I can't really handle, it. I though. can't
0: either. She did a really, really good episode on This American Life. I'm pretty sure it was This American Life. She did an episode on heartbreak songs. Oh. And it was like she was going to... She wanted to find the formula to write the perfect heartbreak,
1: heartbreak, song. heartbreak song
0: because she was going through a heartbreak. And she called Phil Collins. Let's just put it that way. She called Phil Collins because the song... um, how do I just let you walk away? That oh, was- Yes.
1: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy my singing.
1: <laughs> oh, so that hard. was like the first time ever that you've been self conscious about singing. I know.
0: Typically, You like, just I couldn't find the words. Typically I didn't. Just I burst out. I was like,
1: what's the song?
0: And yeah. it is a great song uh, without like a trace Con. is it like what is it called anyway um so the mystery show what's her name
1: starly starly kind Kine. Kine.
0: starly what a great name so yeah she has a great new podcast if you guys want, but to her to voice it. is it's Gideons, kind, it really does but that was such a it's, good episode
1: she, it's, and unique she has a unique voice yeah
0: so she full-on interviews on the on the This American Life episode. She full-on interviews Phil Collins That's for an, awesome. like an hour about the best formula I, for a love breakup song. So
1: I think great. that one day I want to be famous enough to be on an NPR show. Like, I like uh, I, I want to be famous enough to be on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me.
0: I want to be famous enough to be interviewed by, oh, this is great that I'm like forgetting her name right now. Oh my gosh, She just listened to. Terry Gross. I love her. Okay, uh, I, me, I, I speaking... really
1: I really loved her until she, I heard her. Well, this is just one interview by her that was like horribly awkward. You know Allie Brosh, the, um, the gal who does Hyperbole and a Half? Nope. You don't know Hyperbole and a Half? I don't. Oh, it's a really funny webcomic. You know that meme that's like, does something all the things.
0: Okay. <sighs> I think this is the first reference I don't get.
1: I'm going to look it up. You're totally okay. going to recognize this meme. Anyway, she wrote a book. It was like a comic book, basically. And... Terry Gross interviewed her, and she and she's hilarious. Ali Brash is hilarious, and she kept trying to to make jokes, and Terry Gross would be like, "Wow, (laughs) that's funny." I was like, "What? Come on, Terry." It was
0: so awkward. But she just did an interview with Mark Maron. So Mark Maron, he hosts WTF, which is an, another amazing podcast. Okay, and he interviewed her for the first time. This was her first podcast Ooh. interview where the tables
1: were turned, oh my gosh.
0: and it was by far one of the best pieces of radio I've ever heard. My so if phone you guys just died, I can't look it up. Okay, so if you if you guys want a good piece of entertainment <laughs> after listening to us. WTF, Mark Maron interviewing Terry Gross, hands down one of the best things I've ever heard. It was I also amazing.
1: I listened recently. Did I talk about this? With my the Alec Baldwin podcast.
0: Here's the thing. Yeah,
1: here's the thing where he the one where he interviewed Ira Glass. Oh. I love that one. Okay, I think the first half was pretty good, and then the second half, I felt like they over-edited it, so Mm. it didn't have a very good flow. Mm -hmm. But I really liked the first half, because what's not to love about Alec Baldwin (sighs) talking to Ira Glass? I know. It's like the two best voices ever.
0: Yes, and Alec Baldwin just...
1: Alec Baldwin. He could
0: say anything.
1: He's almost like Morgan Freeman, but in like, I don't know, in a weirder way. In a less soothing. In a Baldwin
0: way. Less
1: soothing, but equally authoritative. He's
0: kind of a Baldwin
1: don't you remember that friend? no clueless. come on oh that idea okay. right. i did i thought you were making i will something. admit he's
0: kind of a baldwin anyway is that what she said yeah oh i think so
1: no i don't think she does oh no <laughs> okay so now i'm gonna have to think about that quote uh, but i'm, I'm just not gonna, gonna, have to gonna think about it because my phone just died so i, I know. I'm
0: like no, i'm not gonna look it up for you so we just had a voodoo donut if we're a little uh sugar, sugar hide. hide it's probably no different than how we normally are but uh that was pretty good thank you for doing that
1: yeah i brought sprinkles, sprinkles pr- donuts with sprinkles on them because that's the only kind of donut worth eating in my opinion yeah although brandon likes the ones with chocolate and coconut flakes so that's the one i got him
0: i don't know if that's what i would choose i agree yeah
1: but it makes it easy because then we don't have to fight over who gets it
0: Cuz i don't want it that's true i when i was a little girl i used to like the maple long johns
1: sure mm-hmm. yeah i used to just like pot- straight powdered sugar donuts mm.
0: see when you inhale the sugar though yeah
1: that was a problem <laughs> but if you just eat them really fast yeah problem solved
0: i so was like was never we were t- talking about like worrying about choking if you're eating by yourself yes. so i totally had that moment the other day at work because i was in the kitchen by myself and we have like a Kitchen close to my office, like my actual office that I work out of, and uh, not like the building. It's like right, your next actual door. room. Yes, thank you. So I was like, walk next door, grabbed a hard-boiled egg, is just trying to like.
1: Oh, and hard-boiled egg yolks are like. Those. If, if you're gonna die choking on something, it's gonna be a hard-boiled egg yolk. Yes,
0: that's never happened yeah. to me before, and I was freaking out because I was like coughing so
2: yeah,
1: loud. Yeah, and like the more you fight, it's like a Chinese finger trap. Like the more you fight it, the more stuck it gets in your throat. <laughs>
0: I have one of those in my office by the way. The kids love that thing. It's weird. But it's really weird. I have no idea. Yeah. You know,
1: I can see that actually though, if you're uncomfortable about being in they therapy, it gives you something to like focus on.
0: Adults even just play with that. I can thing. see that. It's, it's the like it gives you something toy.
1: It gives you something to fidget with though while you're talking. But that's the one thing people grab
0: when they sit down. I have like all these totally fun toys on my da- on my totally see that. side table and they go for the Chinese. Anyway, so I'm like sitting Probably there.
1: Probably also because they like haven't seen one in forever. And they're like, oh my God, is this a Chinese finger trap? Why do you have this? That's how I would feel. And then I would grab it. <laughs> <'Cause> that's <laughs> kind of like, true. Yeah. Where did you of, get one?
0: I have no idea. I've inherited all these therapy toys over my 12 years of doing therapy. So I have no idea where half of them come from.
1: Brandon calls them fidgets.
0: Mm, yeah, they're fidgets. So I was in the kitchen, ate a hard-boiled egg, inhaled it, and yeah. was coughing up a lung for, the, for like an, two hours.
1: The yolks, so those embarrassing. are, they're out to get you. Oh, the first and like time, someone
0: walked in the kitchen and I was like, <laughs> like having, like right, coughing and bent over like, the, like, I was like, I just played it off like I just inhaled water. Yeah. So I was like,
1: you know when something goes down the wrong pipe <laughs> and it's an egg, an entire egg. <laughs>
0: Do you the ever first feel time, bad, though, like when you eat something and you just shove the whole thing in your mouth and you're like, when you can't even talk? I've done that before. It I'm happens like, to me all the time. I take so embarrassed. huge
1: bites yeah. and I always have my whole life. I'm a really fast eater. I take huge bites. And a lot of times I'll take a bite and immediately regret that. Bit. Like I'm like, I should have taken this should have been two bites. Yep. <laughs> and then you sit there and you're like trying to cover your mouth yeah. so you don't like, but you yeah. have to open your mouth to mm-hmm. chew. Yeah. That happens to be a lot. That's actually that time that I got out of breath from eating macaroni and cheese that happened. Oh,
0: you were going for it. Yeah. yeah.
1: What? What's not to go for? Yeah. Um, the first time I ever choked in a hard-boiled egg yolk, I was like, that's like one of my earliest memories. <laughs> I mean, literally, I, I couldn't have been more than three or four years old. Oh. And I had a hard-boiled egg because my dad is obsessed with hard-boiled eggs for some reason. So
0: is my dad. We have to go to Pinche every time he comes to town to go not get them. Not deviled
1: <laughs> egg. Oh, deviled. Yeah. Yes. He... <laughs> My dad just likes normal hard boiled eggs, just, and he, and, he, and egg salad. Okay. But what he really loves is the little hard boiled egg slicers. You know those things? <laughs> According to my mom, every time they moved, their whole marriage, the first thing he would do when they moved to a new house is he would go out and buy one of the hard boiled egg slicers because he wouldn't, wouldn't want to take the time to find the one that had been oh. packed away. So he had like twenty. So we had like ten hard boiled egg slicers. <laughs> to this day, he owns a plethora of hard boiled egg slicers. John, John Hay. Hay trivia right there. <laughs> <laughs> in case you're playing along at home. But yeah, like literally, probably one of my earliest memories of my life is of choking on hard boiled egg Still,
0: I still want to go to so- Celestial Seasonings with your dad and just have him walk in and just be like, I get
1: free tea for life. Yeah, he does. He just walks <laughs> into the warehouse and they know him and he picks out his tea and he leaves. Yeah, yeah. It's great. It's great.
0: Oh, so anyway, thank you for the donut. I don't even know where we were going with that, but oh, and then I choked on the hard-boiled egg. Yes, yeah. so that happened this week, and that was really fun.
1: You know, actually, here's a tip about choking. Yeah, which I was thinking about the other day, which I think is interesting. Mm-hmm. So I took a wilderness first responder CPR thing once. Mm-hmm. And they talk about how if you're, if someone's legitimately choking in a restaurant, usually they go to the bathroom because they're embarrassed. Because if you're legitimately choking, you have to like make a huge scene. And you
0: don't want to barf in front of everyone. Yeah. And
1: and if you are legitimately choking, you sometimes end up actually throwing up. Yeah. And so they'll go to the bathroom and then they pass out in the bathroom and they die because no one knows they're in there.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's so sad.
1: So if you're ever with someone and all of a sudden they get really quiet and get up to go to the bathroom and you suspect they may be choking, you should follow them.
0: Yeah. Ugh. You should do like the, what is it? The universal sign for choking. Yeah, grab your neck. (laughs) Grab your neck. I actually did choke probably 10 years ago on a piece of basil where it just like covered my windpipe. Oh, God
1: like it's like created like a seal yes
0: it was the scariest thing because you know like when you choke on like you inhale like a like some water or you like inhale like a shrimp
1: and mrs doubtfire
0: yeah i don't remember <laughs> that movie but yes like i pivotal scene i know i don't yeah anyway, anyway, when they um, discover
1: that it's actually robin williams and not an elderly british woman oh yeah. anyway you so choke, you, if, you, if you choke a little bit on something
0: yeah so i you choke a little bit but you can get some air in this yeah. was full-on sealed and it scared the crap out of me so bad that I just did the Heimlich on myself. And I just went <laughs> like punched myself in the stomach, and it popped out. <laughs>
1: well there you go
0: <laughs> but I had a, I had I was making dinner for friends and I had two friends over one of which who was a nurse and well she yeah she would like ran over to me like she was ready to pounce and yeah and you just and had popped already, a basil
1: popped, leaf in your mouth
0: I had already popped Well, I was testing the dinner so I was like oh, I see. eating it and I just like there was a basil leaf like mixed in and I don't know
1: enough about choking what were we going to talk about? Oh, we have a lot of things to talk about. God, we have a
0: lot of things to
1: talk about. <laughs> we haven't like caught up in our lives. We haven't. While.
0: It's been since before. Okay, so episode 100 was a huge deal. I hope yeah. you guys enjoyed that. That was so much fun. That was a lot of fun. That was a really fun party. Woo, party! And we are going
1: and to... We like... had party hats. And fun. we had party hats. And we had
0: party hats and it was just... This was a good time. The Target
1: party we... aisle. I was really impressed. Mm-hmm. I'll just say that.
0: And then Mom Sandy, of course, was last week, which was a blast. That was, I, I, that's like one of the only I, episodes
1: that I've re-listened to. Really? Yeah. I really liked
0: it. It was... I liked it, too. I was laughing at, well, the end, which was cracking the me up. The end was so funny. We I have. Got
1: a text I had, from I had, one of our friends that goes... But what if you have a front-loading washer?
0: And then I was like, well, I have a front-loading washer. <laughs> and at first Let me I was like, you, what I'm are
1: cheating. you ta- oh Ew. Uh. At first I didn't know what, they were, what you guys were talking about. I was like, why would that matter? Oh. Mm. So you guys don't know what we're talking about. You have to go, back, have to go back to the end You have to go back because I'm not repeating it. Episode no. <laughs> 101. I was like, after that,
0: that, that's when I had a vulnerability hangover. I was like, ah, oh, I just shared that I
1: have that. <laughs> like, but you, what if my mom listens to this? But it's not like you bought it. Or, I know, or like, but still, like these are the things where. I'm and like, then we had to discuss whether or not you should like hide it and like risk oh, Scott oh, finding it. Yeah,
0: like here's the thing.
1: Because I think it'd be way worse God for him to be like bless open it a drawer. God
0: bless like, it if uh. yeah, God bless it if he listens. Like these are all the things where I'm like, I really <laughs> hope he doesn't get a hair up his ass to be like, I'm gonna listen to my wife's podcast because <laughs> Lord Almighty, that's it's right. Kidding. It would
1: take him like two years to get to this one, so True. You have a while.
0: Yeah. So I texted Claire and I was like, I still haven't told god that i have this in my house like i like hid it in my <laughs> nightstand and she's like you have to tell him yeah what if i'm like he doesn't go in my nightstand but one day he right. will what if he's yeah he's, he's gonna, gonna be
1: like uh because one day he, you're gonna be like looking for your headphones totally. or something and he's gonna be no one goes in there but someday he will
0: it is like yeah because he'll no think one ever it's goes, not a big deal because no one true. goes in there
1: he'll be like she you know ugh, you have to i talk. almost
0: told him the other night but it just
1: couldn't come out you like. still have even told him no you need to tell him. <laughs> now it's getting awkward. <laughs> you can't wait that much longer. Because otherwise, there's we'll be like, a window. Remember that time? Yeah, there's a <laughs> an window and it's rapidly closing. What if, like, you know, you can't be like, hey, remember that time like 10 and a half weeks ago when Sandy came? She and, brought this and it's still present like, for me and, and I, it's been sitting in our and drawer. And I've been obsessing over whether or not to tell you. That's so weird. It's just, it's only a big deal because you're making it a big I deal. I know, but like I almost told him the other night and then I was like, I can't, like I just, it, the conversation just like doesn't go there. You need to just walk out with <laughs> Maybe not, but I think that you should, you need to tell him. Uh, well, Sandy wanted me to just stick it to the wall and like have it glowing
0: in the dark and when he came to bed, I was like, Yeah, yeah no, that would
1: be not your style. Uh-huh. It'd be Sandy's style. Yeah, that would be Sandy's. <laughs> yeah, he needs uh, to just, he like need to let, the, let it out of the bag. <sighs> okay. I've said too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So, other than that, how's your life? <laughs> my life is other than really good. Harboring yeah. tons of anxiety secrets about your and oh secrets, gosh. so
0: many secrets. Yeah, life is good. I just, I feel like such a cheesy person every time. I'm like, I can't believe it's June. I just, like, my it's husband's like, birthday is in two weeks. I have zero idea what to get him. So I'm stressing about that because, like, June yeah. 1st, I was like, I got plenty of time. Seems and seems like he'd be a hard guy to buy for. Yeah, well, we are, we did book a trip to Hawaii. Oh, yeah. And he he said, Well, just buy me the because we're going to run a half marathon in Kauai. So
1: just so buy him the race registration. Yeah. He's like, But that's you still need to get like a little something. But,
0: exactly. And it, so I'll probably like go to Whole Foods and buy him like all of his favorite stuff because that would be easy. And he loves it or his fancy beers that he likes. I was so proud of myself the other day when, the other week when Sandy was here, we went to this uh, liquor store and I was like, I just know he likes this type of beer that's really rare and it's hard to find. And the guy was like, I can find anything for you. And Sandy and I were like, really? And so off of like two things I told him, he's like, oh... He bought it in a in like a make your own six pack. It's over here, and he like leads us to this fridge, and he goes, "This one's kind of rare," and it was the exact same. I was like, "Yes, you fucking you knew." It. I mean, they have like thousands was of beers. Ballast Point. I don't know. It's that just is. a faint. where. Where did you go? Molly's down the street. Have you guys been there? It's huh. great. Um, so probably fancy beers will be a good thing. But if you guys have a like a little Easter basket. Yeah.
1: You get him like a massage or something.
0: Yes. Okay. Um, um, so, yeah, life is good. We're, yes. we're rocking and rolling and planning vacations in the yeah, fall. Know, I'm jealous and... we're in Hawaii. So, we have a listener who's going. When are you going, by
1: the way? Um, to Hawaii.
0: This is the sad thing, slash great thing, but sad thing. This is what I was texting you about this oh, morning. Oh, yeah. So many emotions. So, I went, one of my friends and I were talking yesterday, and she's like, you're going to have a great birthday week. You're going to Taylor Swift, you're going to Hawaii. And I was like,
1: <gasps> Taylor <gasps> Book the ticket the
0: week that I was supposed to go to Taylor Swift. So I have a Taylor Swift ticket that I have to sell, which I'm so sad about.
1: It's going to be so easy. It's going to be
0: easy to sell, but I'm like,
1: I don't get to go to Taylor Swift. <laughs> but I'm going to be in Hawaii. So yeah,
0: it's
2: so like, that's
1: not too bad. Oh, but that is actually so sort of a tough call.
0: It was, I, I'm struggling with it. Yeah. When you texted me, I'm like, yeah, this is a struggle. because
1: If I wasn't going to be like 900 weeks pregnant, I would just take the ticket from you. It's going to be so And not even after to pay you for it. Uh, Ugh. <laughs>
0: I would give it to you. It's so, I'm so sad. Anyway, so I, yeah, so we're tr- planning. The, when, when are you going? Uh, so it's the week of, it's September 4th. It's oh, the week of my birthday. Early September. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have a listener. Doesn't the, we have a listener that lives in Kauai now? Yeah.
1: No, she, I don't know if she listens, but Carly's Kitchen. Carly's
0: Kitchen. hmm She
1: is a coach at, Cross at Poipu.
0: Oh, maybe I'll have to go see you her. You should.
1: There's a lot of like Colorado people who go there.
0: Yeah. Other than that. Not a lot just, going on. Just uh, snoring like JT over here what about you
1: um just growing a human mostly and trying to survive admin law will
0: you please tell everyone what you just said before we hit oh, record God. this freaking all of a sudden and i look just, over like, been
1: kicking me nonstop all day all of a sudden i look
0: over and claire goes
1: calm down i'm like just chill just chill out, out.
0: she like points to her belly
1: i was poking it <laughs> chill out he's not kicking right now this is like the first time all day that he's freaking stopped kicking
0: do the explanation of what it feels oh, like I so that i figured was out a good way to
1: to describe how Which it feels totally because is- at first when it, the kicks are teeny tiny it just feels like gas bubbles yeah but later when they get bigger it feels like when somebody is pushing on the back of your seat like in a plane or in a car yeah and it's that same kind of like pushing but it's happening inside your body <laughs> and it's also that annoying by the way everyone's like oh my god it's so magical and i'm like oh stop and maybe it'd be magical if he only did it like a couple times a day, but it's all, all the time. All day, he's like, rocking any, and rolling. Any I'm sitting down, and he stops when I move. But and like he especially doesn't when I eat, which is a thing. Like when he, when I get like an influx of blood sugar, they, it wakes them up. Uh. So anytime I eat anything, let alone like fruit or like drink something sugary, he just like whoop
0: is he doing flips and stuff or just kicking he's
1: i mean he i have no idea what he's doing i just feel movement i'm not i am not really sure what it is or like baby what say hello baby (laughs) oh look baby waving but there's just i don't really. and i've been starting to see it on the outside occasionally yeah
0: like an alien's trying to come out of
1: yeah no that's weird everyone's like just wait until you like watch his arm go across i'm like that's weird (laughs) No, thank you. Some people think it's magical. I'm genuinely creeped out by it.
0: genuinely creeped out by it. All right. So should we jump
1: into some anxiety? Yeah. Actually, that's a good segue because it's been really interesting because feeling kicks actually gives me a an crazy anxiety response. Really? Because it reminds me of having a nervous stomach. And it's like a really similar feeling to kind of having like a gurgly nervous stomach, which mm-hmm. like my whole life, whenever I've gotten anxiety, the first thing that happens is my digestive system really reacts. Yeah. And so, so it's such a similar feeling that I've really, like, had a lot of anxiety about it. But it's not like I'm anxious about the... You know, like, about necessarily... I mean, I'm anxious about having a kid. Right. But I'm not, like, anxious about that in the moment. I'm not anxious about anything in the moment. It's just, like, I have that response and I can't control it right so like I'm sitting in class and then so just all day because I'm getting kicked all day I'm getting these little hits of like anxiety like anxiety
0: rush yeah mimicking right. anxiety rush so you're not really anxious but the physical so like, reaction is right. like ugh. exactly ugh yeah and it's no fun
1: but So we wanted to talk a little bit about anxiety this week. We talked about anxiety in one of our earliest First episodes. Epi- or, really, yeah, It was our- one
0: of our... It was, I think, the third. Yeah. It was really, really but early. But even
1: though it was really early, it still has been one of our most popular topics.
0: People will always write us and say, thank you for talking about that, which is funny because that was the third episode right. and we haven't really covered it since then.
1: So we figured and now, two years later, we would... Kind of revisit the revisit topic. It because and, it hasn't gone away. No, it hasn't.
0: And we have a lot of listeners who wrote us kind of with tips on what they... I'm like having indigestion from this freaking donut. Sorry. (laughs) I'm like, sprinkles so worth it. (laughs) And uh, a lot of people really, really connect with this and I don't think we talk about it enough and or normalize it enough. So I think Claire and I just kind of wanted to Bring it, Nor- it. bring it back and normalize it, and let us all be anxious together. Yay! So, do you want to talk about tips first, or do you want to talk about what it's like to deal with? Let's just the with, anxiety talk about being first, pregnant? I
1: guess. Yeah. So I in the in the intervening two years really since the last time we really talked about this and you guys can go back and listen to whatever episode i think it was like 8 or something i really something, think it maybe? was 3 you know just because we haven't been talking about it doesn't mean we haven't been dealing with it and i mean let's think about the things that i've done since
0: i mean your life isn't perfect now
1: well i mean if you think about like since starting this podcast i have moved gotten married quit my job started school, graduated from school, gotten pregnant, and about to move again. My husband has changed jobs three times. I mean, that's a lot to happen in two years. That's a lot. (laughs) And I think there are definitely some times where it's easier than other times. And there's also some times where it's easier to, even if I'm feeling anxiety, it's easier to cope with than other times. But being pregnant has been a huge variable, a huge factor, Mm -hmm. because I just, my emotional responses to things are so much stronger. And in the sense that like, If I get hit with an emotion, it actually affects me a lot more than it used to. In the sense that like I'll start crying, which I would never used to be. Right. Or I don't know. It it just really, they're a lot stronger and a lot more varied. Like before it was sort of like if I was going to be confronted with a situation, I could kind of have told you how I was going to react. And now it's like anything goes. I could be... Totally unaffected. I could really get pissed off. I could be totally upset, and I have no—I don't know what's going to happen until it happens. Yeah. Yay hormones. So it's like
0: unpredictable, and then you're like, "What is this?" And for you, who's right, not super emotional, you're no.
1: like, "What is this? Right? Where am I? Yeah. I'm in the glass case of emotions." <laughs> so
0: how do you deal with it? Well, it's different. I mean, that's a huge change.
1: Yeah. Lately, it hasn't. I honestly, probably, I haven't been dealing with it super well, and really, I think that comes. A lot from first of all the fact that it's just hard to deal with anxiety because a lot of times confronting the problem is going to give you even more anxiety at the outset, but also because since my reactions have been so varied from time to time, it's like you know one strategy doesn't work every time. Yeah. So, but I know, overall, I guess
0: it kind of comes down to two: like taking care of yourself. Yeah, you and have to be more huge. aware of self-care.
1: Right. Self-care for sure and I think also just like having to like just be okay with feeling things and be okay with being emotional and be okay with sort of being out of control because I think the biggest thing, the biggest thing that's changed is before I really prided myself in being in control of my emotions. It was like I could have a response to something but I was in control of that response. Yeah. And something will might pick up or slow down. But like ultimately I was still kind of driving. And now it's just like I am not driving. And I'm not going to be driving for a while. Yeah. <laughs> which I'm just going to have to uh, accept. But so just kind of like being okay with that change and telling myself you know that like okay it's okay to just cry for no reason yeah it's okay to just you know like this doesn't make you a bad bad or weak person and like it's okay to be anxious about this huge change coming up in my life that like well pretty much the only thing anyone can tell me is your life's gonna change forever thanks and everyone by the way tells me that (laughs) i'm like thank you everyone's like oh my gosh your life's gonna change so much i'm like That's so encouraging. (laughs) Thank you for telling me that. And then my mom keeps saying, but you're going to get to fall in love. I'm like, you got to cut that out. (laughs) Because right now that's so abstract. All I'm getting is the anxiety part. Yeah,
0: you're like, I'm just really making me more nervous. (laughs) Yeah,
1: and Brandon and I had a big talk about this the other night because he's like very much entering the phase, which I think happens to everyone and especially to dad, you know, soon to be dads, which is entering this like panic phase of like, oh my God. My life is never going to be the same, and I'm never, you know, my li- like kind of like, oh my god, my life is over. My life as I know it is over, and I have no way of predicting what it's going to be like. And I'm not going to have any time to myself. I'm not going to get to do what I want. You right. know, I'm not going to get to have any fun ever again. And that's really how he feels. Like really, he- that's
0: like, oh, I guess that's a normal like,
1: yeah, because like all come to your- terms with yeah. Well, and I think that for him, you know, like being pregnant and being the one who's actually like growing the human, I'm a lot more connected to the process versus for him. It's still like, I mean, he's, you know, been sure. um, as sympathetic as he can be. He's been amazing and supporting me. But ultimately for him, it's still very abstract. Right. And so I think all that he gets, he doesn't have any of like, you know, even the minimal connection that I already have. He doesn't have any of that. All he has is the feeling of everything's about to change and he doesn't have any of like the positive reinforcement about it. So anyway, so we talked about that a lot the other night, and just like it's—I mean, it really is—it's a huge unknown. And so our biggest thing has just like kind of been trying to support each other and be okay with just saying like, okay, it's okay you'd be totally freaked out. Yeah, everyone's totally freaked out.
0: Well, I think that's the thing—is normalizing it because I—I I truly still think the biggest evil of humanity right now is social media and how we compare our lives to that, and yeah. really looking at—well, their life must be so easy—and—and and I think that we don't talk enough about the stuff that really sucks and. And it's not to say like, oh, these things are going to suck in our life. But the feelings that we're having and we're struggling with, it sucks sometimes. And that's the reality of it. And I mean, I see that every day at work of people coming in, being like comparing themselves to other people and having anxiety and depression. And and I think what we talked about last week of really diving into personality traits too if you know how you are and you know what your personality is like then you're kind of like all right this is just how I deal with things instead of feeling bad about it so
1: well and I think too like I read something that I really liked the other day work because because I think a lot of times I don't want to talk about it because I don't want people to think that I'm like ungrateful for the things that I do have or that you know I know that like in the long run I have a lot to be thankful for but that doesn't mean that I don't have anxiety about but A lot of it's things. they're not and, black or white. Well, like we can... Yeah. So I read something the other day that I really like that said, um, you know, telling someone that they have no right to be upset because someone has it worse than them is the same as telling someone that they have no right to be happy because someone has it better than them. Right. And you would never tell someone they have no right to be happy. No. So you should never tell someone or think that you have no right to be upset or to feel... And I hear that
0: all the time. I hear that all... Every... I hate to keep talking about work, but I have patients come in all the time. They're like, well, I know that other people have it worse. I'm like, stop. Yeah. Because this is just your reality and you get to be upset about this right. like oh there's you know people suffering all over the world I'm like that's we're not that's we're not talking about that like this is right. your reality you're struggling with the, it's great it that you're and you're aware of that and great wonderful you're, let's you're move on. very kind but let's really address what's going on and I think that's we don't talk about that enough really and it's not like here we go it's not black or white where we're like oh my gosh life is so hard but no one really talks about the tough stuff
1: the other thing I think too about anxiety, about like true anxiety, is that nothing actually has to change in your life for you to get anxiety about something. Yep. Like a- everything could <laughs> it's be... It's all gr-
0: about projection and fear into the well, future. And,
1: and a lot. I mean, it's also about brain chemistry. Mm-hmm. You know, like there are days when I wake up and I'm totally fine with something. And then the next day presented with the same, you know, collection of facts, mm-hmm. it scares the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, also just sort of like this underlying feeling of like something's wrong. Right. Right. And I know objectively nothing is wrong, but like no amount of Can't explaining that to myself, right, yeah. is Can't going to change that.
0: Yeah, mine was getting so bad that I would be crying. Like idle time was the worst thing for me. The worst thing for me. So like weekends, I would dread weekends because unstructured time would leave me in a panic. Why are you giving me that face? What? Why is it? Why are you giving me that face? I'm
1: not giving oh, you a face. I thought you were like, huh? No, it's weird. <laughs> You're just self-conscious about this.
0: I'm very self-conscious about talking about this. I'm not
1: giving you a face. This is how I look at you all the time. This is just my face.
0: (laughs) I'm very self-conscious about talking about this. Like when we were talking, before we hit record, I'm like, I'm not going to talk about this. And Claire's like, why is this any different
1: from... Why is this any different from talking about what Sandy gave you?
0: True. yeah it's just so funny anyway so it was really bad to where I was just I was I I was a hot mess I was a hot mess and I decided to go on medication because I was like if I'm going to the grocery store on Sunday and bawling my eyes out for no reason in the car ride over the grocery store
1: yeah that's not normal. probably a problem
0: so I talked to my doctor and I told her what was going on and she's like because I really wanted to go through like, hey, is it hormones? Is it, you know, she, bot- she bottom-lined it for me. She's like, you're having symptoms and we could go through all those tests to confirm you're having symptoms or just go off of your symptoms. So why would we go through all this testing to kind of figure, I mean, we could, but let's just try something that we- you're telling me you're having these symptoms. So let's treat those symptoms now. And I tried it and I kid you not, the first day I took it, I was like, oh, This is what normal feels
1: like. (laughs) Well, and I think too, I don't know if we talked about this maybe with, I forget, was this an episode with us or somebody else I was talking to about meds like that where it's like, you know, yes, though, you know, these types of issues a lot of times have underlying problems that need to be addressed, whether it's in therapy or through your diet or through your lifestyle. But that, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't give yourself the opportunity to come up for air by taking medication in exactly. the
0: meantime. And I know myself well enough that I am taking very good care of my body. And I don't need to explain this to anybody, but just like saying it out loud is I take really good care of myself. I right. have a really good family. I have no significant traumas of, that need that aren't addressed that I'm ignoring or stuffing. You're a therapist.
1: You're very self-aware.
0: I'm pretty darn self-aware. So when I was coming up, up against this, I'm thinking that's the other thing I'm thinking of is I'm a freaking therapist. I should be able to deal with this or like have the tools to deal with this. And I've gone to therapy. I've t- t- done the talks thing. And I was just like, okay, this is a bigger issue. Like truly, truly, truly. Like
1: a true chemical issue.
0: Exactly. And that's how it felt. When it, again, everyone is going to have their opinion about this whatever and I work in this field so I see it and it's like the people that struggle with taking medication will be like I want to feel my feelings I want to feel my true self and I'm like look
1: that's not your true self if
0: you have something like I don't know what's that's... a chronic thing like that you have asthma. if you have asthma
1: right you're not like I want to feel, feel, my... no. feel my lungs closing no feel about my no windpipe
0: the advancement of psychiatry is a beautiful thing like let it work for you and I just was. I mean, anyone right, take, who comes get in, your life back, get your freaking life back. I can speak to it because of my experience has been so positive, and I realize there's some people out there that have had horrible experiences, or they don't get the right meds right away, and it takes a while to try out different meds. I was lucky enough that the first one I tried was like, I swear the day it they, they say four to six weeks is what it takes to kind of really kick in, and like the first day I was like, is this for real? Like I already feel different, and I tic
1: tac. Are you giving me placebo?
0: Right. <laughs> But all I can say is, this is how I should and want to be feeling. Like my, this is I do feel like me. I feel like me again. Instead and I think of that's like the thing biting too, like- people's heads off and crying and like yelling and like seriously aggression that was like,
1: where is this coming yeah. from? And I think that like when, especially when you've been dealing with something, because I think that for most people before they consider medication, it's something they've been dealing with for so long that they have like forgotten what their baseline is. Yeah, and so their baseline now is like. This totally erratic, uncontrolled, you know, not uncontrolled, but unpredictable. Yeah. And then being able to get back to a place where this is, this is a baseline.
0: Yeah. I feel like I'm on a, on a good even playing field now. It feels good. So I, here's the other thing about that though with anxiety is that that is, it's like one tool, right? And I feel like it's really, really helped me get my mind right about a lot of things. But I also think that there's other tools that you kind of have to treat your whole life with. like Yeah.
1: You know. Well, and like you were saying, it's like, you know, it's not like... Everything else in your life, there aren't any other like huge outliers. So it's not, I mean, you know, obviously everybody has things that they can t- fine tune in their own lives, but it's not like you are drinking every night or it's not like you have a really dysfunctional relationship or that you no. hate your job or, you know.
0: No. And that's the other thing is like last year, my job was such a nightmare. Right. Like I, and I, I know that I was struggling through that thinking like, oh my gosh, my job, da, da, da. like that's probably causing all this, all these issues. And then when I started Kaiser, I was like, Okay, so we're we're, right, ready we're really to, into ready this and ready to not be <laughs> not such a frigid bitch. And was um, <laughs> that legally blonde? Yes. And anyway, so I I just feel like that. I know I'm kind of over explaining it, but I think it truly was a it was a tough process for me to kind of come to terms with, which is so weird because. When I'm in, because I'm in that field, I right, see Right, I'm sure that
1: you try to talk, tell people that it's normal all the time. All the
0: time. And especially people who come in and say, I
1: just want to feel, I want to feel my feelings
0: naturally. I don't want to be dampened down. And I'm like, it's not dampened down. It like makes you you again. Right. You're
1: not just like, it's and not a sedative. No,
0: no, no. And that's what people think. They think it just like makes you a zombie and yeah, whatever. It doesn't. Which
1: I think is, you know, like some people who have those horrible experiences you know, being on the wrong medication occasion can make you feel foggy or it can make you gain weight or it can right. make you know, whatever. But I think that in the long run, your sanity is, yeah. you know, it's a priority.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah, I just,
1: <laughs> I can see clearly now. <laughs> see, that was no problem singing yeah. there. <laughs> but I'm trying to think what other, like, coping, because I can't, I was, so Joy and I were texting <laughs> about this earlier and I was like, no judgment. If If pregnant women were allowed to take anxiety medication, I would be, signed up for all signing up for all of them yeah but i'm not Mm -mm. allowed to Mm. (laughs) um i so i don't know i've been trying to think about like what other stuff that i've been doing and i think being able to get back into working out has been huge and that's something a lot of people on our facebook page said was that you know crossfit has been big for them just because right it's and we've talked about this before about you know it's like kind of this hour where you can't think about other things and so it's like an escape, which can be really helpful just to give your mind, your mind a second, like a second to come out for air. And so like when I was in finals, I couldn't work out. I didn't work out for like a month, really. I mean, yeah. maybe, like maybe once a week. And so now right. that I've been able to get back in the gym more consistently, that's been a really big help.
0: Someone, go ahead.
1: Getting a lot of sleep. Yeah. Someone huge. wrote
0: sleep. Sleep is really huge. And because I have my sleep number, <laughs> the sleep, the sleep number. No, the yeah, number. Yeah, the launcher. What? What's, your uh. launcher What's your launcher number? What's your laundry <laughs> number? So Someone wrote sleep and then Laura wrote natural calm, which have you tried that? It's no. like a magnesium drink and I love it. Really? Yeah. So it's just you barely put a little bit into like a, I drink it at night because it totally makes you fall asleep. Huh, but is it like um, a- it's just like a powder. Oh. And you like make sure you put in a teeny tiny bit with a big cup because it starts to foam and it just like oh. gets everywhere. It looks almost like a Harry Potter trick yeah. and that completely knocks me out. It's great. So a lot of people, out their tools is like CrossFit, lifting, exercising, cutting out alcohol. Um, sometimes people want to drink
2: more
1: alcohol
0: <laughs> when they're anxious, <laughs> but I think cutting it out is a good thing. And um, I think just in general,
1: like really being conscious of your diet. Yes. I mean, sugar is a huge thing. Um, like if I notice if I eat a lot of... And why'd you bring donuts? Because don- they help too sometimes. <laughs> Sprinkles help. um Yeah, a lot. If I eat a lot of sugar, then I'll be a lot more anxious, not even that night, but the next day. Right. And same thing, like if I eat, go out and eat something really rich or something, you know, like that just something I, mm-hmm. my body's not used to, mm-hmm. not only does my belly get really itchy, which is so fun, uh but I get, I feel my feelings more the next day.
0: <laughs> yeah, a lot of people do journaling, meditating yoga is huge. I've been doing a lot of yoga lately and that has been that's always a game changer for me just my body feels better when I'm lifting but it calms your mind journaling is big so daily checklists of what is actually accomplishable that day I don't know if that would what do you how do you feel about checklists
1: I like them um, but I think I've talked about this before when I make to-do lists I'm like write down the minutia instead of like clean the kitchen I say load the dishwasher empty the dishwasher run the dishwasher clean the pots and pans put the pots and pans away oh really you get get in there but let me tell you why because then I feel way more accomplished because I can check something off every time I do anything oh it's great versus being like well I didn't I wasn't able to empty the dishwasher after I ran it. So even though I cleaned the rest of the kitchen, the kitchen's not done. And then I feel like I have like this project lingering versus if I have like every single tiny thing. Right. Then I can feel a lot more accomplished. But somebody else wrote something too about journaling with like uh, writing down like what they're grateful for.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I Let's think see. that can
1: really help too because not, I think not only can it help you look back on your day and sort of put things into perspective, but I've done, I'm not doing it right now, but I've done that before and I, it also just makes you more aware during the day because you're looking for like, oh, what am I going to write tonight? Right. So kind of makes you more aware during the day of like little things to be grateful for.
0: I like Rachel's ideas. She says I journal and use breathing techniques. I also bake when I'm stressed and anxious, and color in coloring books. Oh my
1: gosh, adult coloring books that's is like a the great new great idea. Have that's you heard a g- of? No, yeah, that's adult coloring great books is totally
0: thing. I need to get that for my office.
1: Yeah, I want to get it for my house, for my own personal coloring needs. They have like my, they're like most of them are like mandalas. So oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, some people are saying eating paleo has helped. I've heard that a lot yeah, too, and I
1: think that has you with the sugar sure. thing. Sure.
0: Katie uses the five minute journal and she too drinks the natural calm before bed. So a lot of people are using that magnesium drink. It's so good. They have tons of different flavors. I think that's all for the most part. But I think. The gratitude thing, I probably mentioned this a few months ago, but that's Sean, a core guy that writes about the happiness advantage is the name of his book. And he talks about how if you write for five minutes a day, preferably in the morning, just five minutes of the things you're grateful for within the last 24 hours, that helps
1: frame your mind.
0: Yep. And you can't be just vague of
1: I'm grateful for my family. I'm, I grateful, like, for- I'm grateful for yesterday. Yesterday when, when that, that lady trash out without having to be asked.
0: Exactly. Or Joy went to the post office without <laughs> having to be <laughs> asked. Only had asked
1: once. <laughs> I haven't been to the post office. I've been office doing like,
0: so much better. Have you been better? No.
1: I've been better about other things, but not specifically about the post office. In well, fact,
0: I mean, okay, the post office was our example. No, I'm just but talking about like the There's been gener- something
1: sitting on the counter that Brandon's on me to the post office for like two and a half weeks, and I still haven't. Oh, he's asked it. you to? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. It's like his dad's Father's Day thing. Oh, yeah. That's coming up, Claire. I know. The <laughs> clock is ticking. I'm going to have to go tomorrow. Why do I hate the post office oh, so much?
0: Because it's horrible why don't you go to the secret one in the isn't there no that's not that one there's sometimes there's secret ones in sprouts oh you find a sprouts one that's really really easy but the
1: thing is is that i have to actually buy packing material for this oh so that's the problem if it was ready to go what kind of
0: packing material do you need
1: i don't I, i'm like oh, am i having yeah. we it's like this little i don't know <laughs> it's this we, it's really cool actually we got it at the boulder creek fest it's okay. like a, um this is such a tangent is it whatever. breakable it's made out of wood oh so it's breakable and it's like it's fragile. A, a what is it called like a lathe, you okay, know? yeah, of topo map of the 14er that he and Brandon did together last summer. Oh, isn't that cool? What's a great gift? Yeah, so Go Brandon, I know we saw. You it. need to
0: ship that out tomorrow. I
1: know, <laughs> but it's such an awkward shape and size, and like, just take it to the pack and ship, and they'll like <sighs> call it a day. They'll do it
0: for you. Yeah. They'll do all that for you. I was, but I was laughing because I'm like, have you done? Has anything come up like since we talked about yeah, the episode with the Sandy? Ten the ten minute download
1: has. I've totally like. I'm like. I. I know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. The ten minute download has totally been, been like a thing.
0: Today I hid in the bathroom. I will be honest about that because I came home and Scott wanted to show me this video. It's really funny, actually. I'll. I'll sh- share with you later. But so he wanted to show me this video, and I was like, I got go to go the bathroom, and I like hid in the bathroom <laughs> for like
1: five minutes hey that's fine
0: and that's okay i came out and then i was like he needs to yeah he needs to unload i swear it was like 10 minutes and then yeah. we're done
1: it is it's like exactly it's 10 magic minutes.
0: it's magic it's all you need to give but i just needed a moment yeah so i went in the bathroom and i kind of laughed because i was like this is my thing and just hiding in the bathroom
1: <laughs> it's your cave it's
0: my cave of wisdom so anyway we're, we're going to the crossfit games does everyone know that
1: yeah soon it's coming up we have to get our plane tickets. still we,
0: I got my plane ticket
1: we need to get my it's, final schedule just came out so I had to, oh
0: good yeah and I'm going to Arizona over July 4th weekend That'll be so fun. if anyone wants to hang out at the cell gym I'm gonna go see them on Are Friday you take the cell limo no I don't I think I'm gonna rent a car this time huh. I would feel horrible if I was like can you guys come get me again which they totally would because they're so adorable like that but I don't think I could accept I, another I think ride. Like, yeah
1: that's I,
0: I would if it was like a mile away but 10 mile drive to both that's ways fair. and yeah they are just adorable. So I'm going to go see them.
1: We sh- we're going to have to go to. O- oh no, we're not because you're not going to just stay in LA. What? going to say, we're going to have to go to offshore. But mm. they're all the way down in San Diego. You're mm. not coming to San Diego.
0: No, you're going to stay, right? You're going go to. We're staying your... for like an extra four or five are you gonna days hang out for our baby mom? moon.
1: No, my mom's here.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. Wait yeah. for your baby moon.
1: Yeah. <laughs> is that what they call that? It? Mm-hmm. It's what they call it. And Brandon, at first, it was just going to be the games, and Brandon was like, "So Joy is coming on our baby moon." <laughs> I was like, "Is that a problem?" <laughs> I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and so then we I was like we'll I mean stay. it's
0: gonna be busy for like two days oh
1: no we're, I feel mean, like we're going to the CrossFit Games Yeah, like, so a million other people are also yeah. going to it's not like a romantic getaway when you're at the CrossFit Games especially because I'm oh my god I'm gonna be so sweaty Oh, Ugh.
0: I'm thinking of that already like I can't imagine
1: how sweaty I'm going to be.
0: Well, no, like how sweaty it's going to be yeah. and then how sweaty you're going to be. It's
1: going to be awful. Do
0: you have boob sweat?
1: Oh my God. Yeah. I never had boob sweat before.
0: Is it? Under. Underneath. Under the boob. Ugh. I've
1: never had under boob sweat before until I got pregnant. And so I started this is going to be a TMI, but like you guys even care. I started as like a 34, mm-hmm. just not even a cup size. Yeah. Just a 34. Just 34. I didn't, like there was no change. Mm-hmm. Just 34 flat. And I'm a 34D. What?
0: That's a lot of boob
1: there's and here's the problem and this is way too much information but it it's like this is just painful it's not actually that painful no but the problem is that it's like really spread out uh. so it's like kind it's like all a lot of side boob uh-huh and it's just so sweaty and i'll be sitting in my house and i have to wear a bra all the time because if i don't i have to like tuck my shirt up under my boobs oh yeah mm mm-hmm. <sighs> It's awful. I've
0: never. I don't know what that trick feels like. No,
1: it's the worst. I hope you never have to experience it. No, and they're only going to get bigger. Yeah. Why?
0: I think I showered like three times the other day because it was so freaking hot outside. I just would walk out. Yeah. It's supposed to be in the night. It's we're complaining because then it was raining and now we're like
1: it's too hot. I know we were complaining about rain and now we're complaining about being too hot. Yeah. I'm really excited though because the place we're moving to in a couple weeks has central air.
0: (gasps) Oh, that's great.
1: We've never lived ever since. When are you moving? July 15th
0: oh my gosh that's coming up I
1: know <gasps> oh no you're gonna be so far I mean when do I see it's <laughs> so, like you like side of my house <laughs> but I can't like just pop over and let Lunagram out that's if you true. need to
0: that's true. I love when she gets mad at me when I walk in She's who are like, you
1: God, you're not Claire you're Brandon. not Claire
0: Brennan rough <laughs> <laughs> but you have to let me out so I have to like you so
1: fine <laughs> she has this so you know we've been having a lot of storms the last mm, few weeks yeah and we have this big tree in our backyard that's sort of halfway dead and it lost a huge branch and so that's the stick she wants us to throw for her now it's got to, it's twice as big as her <laughs> and she just spends like 10 minutes wrestling with it trying to bring it over to the side of the yard and finally she gets it and she pulls it over to you because she can't pick it up so she has to drag it yeah and she finally brings it over and you like javelin it five feet away so she gets back <laughs> over there it's so funny uh. He's such program. a funny
0: dog anyway so all right so i think we're done anything else wow, that is uh, coming up for you uh no i'm just trying to survive admin law is that fun
1: no it's not fun <laughs> Don't. i can
0: tell because you text me every time you're in yeah. class you're like so what are you doing you know, How's good.
1: <laughs> what are do you up to because i'm sitting here learning about adjudicated adjudicated, ad, how do you say adjudicatory procedures mm.
2: that
1: sounds <laughs> <laughs> and the class is two and a half hours long you can't Pay attention to something for two and a half hours. It's not possible. Nope. The same thing when it involves the word adjudicatory. Mm-mm. Nope. But uh,
0: on a fun CrossFit level, since we haven't really talked about CrossFit tonight, we've talked mostly about emotions. The key- <laughs> I'm in a glass case. <laughs> Why glass do I keep key? hitting my head against the wall? It's driving me crazy. I've been working so much on muscle up. I know. I, I feel like I can't say progressions because I remember Courtney Shepard said it's not so much progressions as it is something else. But drills. Drills. Yeah. So I've been doing a lot of muscle up drills. And on Sunday I did a bunch of like the seated banded ones, whatever. Coach Mike was showing me how to do those. And I and he's like, Let's try one from just hanging from the rings. It is so hard. I yeah. tried to like kip up there and he tried to do like an assisted. I'm like, This is why you learn a strict one first, because I almost ripped my arm out of my socket just yeah. trying to like pull myself up there. I was like, yep. Don't do it, people. Don't even risk it. I got scared. I was like, That could be dangerous. That could be very, very dangerous.
1: Yep. I think you're going to be, you're going to get there soon.
0: Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's just the weird, I guess it's just, just,
1: well, because it's like, at first you have to build up the strength and then it's like this one super specific random skill of doing the transition.
0: Yes. And that's where he was. I guess he was uh, Coach Mike was saying he was listening to Barbell Shrugged and they had a uh, gymnastics guy on recently. I don't know the I think name. It was like last week. Was it? It was pretty recent. And he said that the guy was like, I don't like the kip. He's basically bashing CrossFit and all the guys on Barbell Shrugged. I need to listen to it. Actually, we're like, OK, tell us how you really feel. And the guy was basically saying, like, how we lose strength by learning how to kip and do everything with a kip, which I completely understand. And I think I appreciate That our programming includes a lot of strict workouts. So we'll do a ton of strict pull ups and uh, strict ring ring dips and so he was basically saying that a lot of people learn just to do the kip with the muscle up where you learn you lose that pull through at the chest and you just like and I, it just
1: ends up being like a huge kip and exactly your and
0: you bypass that strength completely which people end up getting hurt too and you and, and you just don't build that strength so when i was doing if you guys aren't don't know what i'm talking about i posted on instagram a video of me doing a banded muscle up transition just from sitting on the ground the rings are pretty low and i'm just pulling myself up from the ground with a band ba- i'm sitting on a band
1: so you so you thread the band through the rings in a similar way when you're as when you're modifying ring dips, ring dips yeah. but you basically sit in it like a swing yeah and then you let that kind of help propel you up mm-hmm. into the yeah into the transition and that
0: was really hard because it right when you get to that pull through at the chest is when you completely want to lose it. And that was really, I, I completely felt the difference of just trying to do that slowly. Like I was, I mean, I was flying through it a little bit, but I was really trying to stop at that transition. That was really hard. The other hard. thing though
1: about those that, that makes it a little extra hard is that then you have to get your legs out of the way, which you wouldn't have to do on high rings. Right. But still, it's... Tr- and I didn't,
0: I didn't push myself out of it on purpose because Mike's like, just focus on the transition. So
1: the other thing that I saw that I liked was a, I, f- I forget who was doing this, but it was like a CrossFit training Instagram post mm-hmm. where the guy was doing false grip L sit chest to bar pull ups or just to chest like chest pull-ups to on the rings oh yeah so he was an set. he had his false grip and then he was just pulling to his chest and coming back down to just build that strength of pulling all the way up to your chest so <laughs> sorry fun.
0: i just read
2: what
1: <laughs> so
0: we just posted that in i'm sorry this is like a perfect example of how we read our phones while we're podcasting I know, my and... phone's
1: been dead i have nothing to pay attention I know, to you must joy. be dying mean, that's i was giving you that face <laughs>
0: But that Instagram photo we just posted of you and the donuts, someone just commented and says, I didn't see the cat at first and now I'm dying. (laughs)
1: Lua is stalking me in the background. She wants the donuts so
0: bad. (laughs) It's the best picture because you guys have to go back and look if you haven't seen it, but it's a picture of whatever today is. I don't know. You'll see the one with Claire. Um, The donuts up in front of my eyes. Yeah. Claire has two donuts in front of her face like eyes. And... (laughs) <laughs> my cat is photobombing in the corner and you have to like
1: look really hard to see it And it's so funny she wants those donuts
0: <laughs> that's way too funny oh my goodness. it's way funnier than it really is this is where i, I think this is where the sugar's kicking <laughs> oh my god
1: all right well um one last oh, thing yes. don't forget our sponsor kaylo yes our yes, yes, um yes. once again our promo code has changed it's Now it's GGW. Yes. So the previous um, couple episodes where we've been talking about it, make sure that you know that now it's GGW for 15% off. Yeah. And um, I actually ended up giving Brandon's ring to my grandpa. Oh, awesome. When he was here last week. Because he had been working on, like, something electrical and basically created a circuit that his ring completed. And so he electrocuted his finger and cr- had, like, a big burn all the way around his finger. Oh, my God. And he was like, and I'm not already marrying anymore. Cause, and so I had him try Brandon's on, and it fit him perfectly. And he was like, well, why don't you get me one and send it to me? I was like, just take that one. That's awesome. And then we'll get you we yeah. Brandon a different one. That's awesome. So, yeah. yeah,
0: go to QALO.com, QALO.com, and you get 15% off. Enter the promo code GGW and support the podcast so you support the sponsors and you support the podcast and if you guys really like, then us, they like us and they like us and then we can keep so doing this so popular <gasps> all right you guys have a great week thank you again for supporting us we just love you we just oh. love you so much,
1: we, just love you so much. <laughs> we will talk to you next week bye, bye.